0: Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your
1: podcasts. How do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into Stacking the Box. I am Matt Verderam, alongside Josh Hill, and we are back. It is Tuesday afternoon. We're getting tacos catered to us here at the fan-sided office. So this is a nice way to get the day rolling before I eat about six of them and then feel physically ill. Um, But, hey, why not? It's a Tuesday. It's it's really – it's a slow period of the NFL season. There's no way around that. That's reality. But we have a treat for you this week. So what we are going to do – is we have on the TV in our office, we have the 32 over-unders for the NFL season. We're using Odd Shark. uh, And we, in one minute for each team, or about one minute, and I'm sure we'll go a little over for a few of them, we are going to go through every over-under win total set by Vegas, and we are going to give our over or our under. We are not going to push on any of them. Uh, And and so you can, depending upon the team you root for and our opinion of them, you can hate us you can like us, but please don't leave us. Uh, so, Hill, I will cede the floor to you. Uh, the draft is over. Rookie minicamps are mostly over. Now we're waiting for OTAs. Uh, what are you
2: looking at, both win total-wise here and just in general with the NFL right now? I'm looking at everybody's going to have their knee-jerk reactions, including me. Like Right now, I'm in best-case scenario mode. And now then somebody's going to get hurt in training camp. And then you're going to have – we're going to start the season and teams who aren't supposed to be winning or winning. and You know, it's somebody like the Patriots, who I think are going to lose on that Sunday night game that they play in week one. Everybody's going to start freaking out. Oh, Gronk's gone. This is it. The Patriots are done. And then they're going to win their next 15 games. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, the, this is the grace period. This is where – Everybody says the cliche every year is you start week one, everybody has a chance at the Super Bowl, and we all know that that's just facetious. That's a lie. Like, the Raiders that's week a one, face lie. do not have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Mathematically, you know they what? do. But right now, is like everybody thinks they have a chance, and you, know, you never know. This is the last period... Of the off season before things start happening, and everybody kind of really has a chance.
0: I actually, before we get into the over-unders, and believe me when we do, you're going work, you're going best case scenario for all these things. That's not who I am as <laughs> a human being. So we're going we're gonna have two very different takes. But I actually, you said something that sparked an idea, and I want to do it right on the spot. So you said hey, every team goes into the. You know, training camp portion of the year, the preseason portion of the year, and say, "Hey, we can we can do this. We can get to the Super Bowl. We can win the Super Bowl." But in reality, of course, that's yeah. not really the case. Right now, how many teams in the NFL have a realistic shot to get to the Super Bowl? I would say probably less than half. Let's go ahead and shout them out. Who do you got? Just go. Just run well, down it, the divisions. Who do you have that could get to? The if Super they
2: could Bowl? get. To, they could get to the Super Bowl if I gun to my head. Patriots, Steelers, Browns, that's three. Chiefs, Chargers, Colts, Cowboys, Packers, Vikings, Rams, Seahawks. That's about... Or And then the Saints and the Falcons. Okay, so you got 13. Yeah. You got 13. All right. I,
0: I will say uh, the Pats, the Colts, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Eagles. Oh, God, I don't know if I want to say the Packers. <laughs> I, I'll say the Packers because of Rodgers. Like the, the, if if LaFleur and everything else works out well, then maybe the Packers. I'll throw them in the mix. I'll say the Vikings. Bears fans are gonna hate me, but I'm not gonna include them because I don't trust Trubisky. The Saints, the Rams. Nine teams for me. Yeah. Nine teams are gonna legitimately make it. So, all right. We've already alienated like twenty fan bases. <laughs> but let's let's, now let's go best case scenario. <laughs> and you know what, hey, but you know what the fun part of this is? Is a couple of years ago. Nobody would have said the Eagles nope. were going to get to the Super Bowl. Alone, maybe, you know, maybe it was, oh, maybe a shot, but nobody would have picked them to win it. Let alone with Nick Foles as
1: quarterback. Right,
2: right. Yeah, if you would have said Nick Foles was playing, you would have And that was the same Eagle year 5-1. that the Bills made the playoffs, too. We, we sat on, that, on this podcast how many different times doing exactly the same thing, and we were like, well, not the Bills. We don't need to talk about them. I remember— And then they almost win the wild card game in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, that game was the, the biggest stone-throwing competition I've ever seen. But <laughs> I remember you and I sat here— and we were going down the list of games because that was the year the Bills and the Jets were involved in, like, Mm-hmm. And I actually said that game is going to determine who doesn't go winless, like, th- those two games. And, of course, the Bills are going to make the playoffs. So just-
1: Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app, and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply.
0: That's what a couple of dopes we can all be, or we can be in this case. But all right, let's get down to it. We're going to run down the list alphabetical order. Let's do it. And... So if, if you just want to hear your team, look, it's alphabetical. We're going by cities, so skip ahead. Do whatever you want to do. And if you want to hear us as Hill paints a rosy picture and I paint what I think is realistic but probably is more pessimistic, go right ahead. We're going to roll through all 32. So we start with the Arizona Cardinals. Last year, Cardinals went 3-13. and 13. This year, Vegas sets
2: the over-under at five and a half, Mr. Hill over-under. Hard under. Three and thirteen this year. I know I painted the picture that I'm gonna be super happy with it, but that is a best case scenario for the Cardinals. I'm sorry, like the way that you ran your offseason and the way that everything was handled, I have zero confidence. Zero confidence that this is gonna work out. And aside from oh, they traded Josh Rosen and all that, it's Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, what else? Defensively it's Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones not a lot of it excites me because then you look at what they have to go up against and then you're expecting everybody's buying into cliff Kingsbury and you've got a bunch of different personalities. Like if I'm, if I'm walking in there and I'm a free agent or if I'm Chandler Jones and I got cliff Kingsbury coming in here and I just watched the front office draft the guy in the top 10 and then you cut bait on him less than a year later, I have zero confidence. And it's now in an era with the Antonio Brown's Odell Beckham's words. We're in Earl Thomas's where the players are actually realizing that they have power. And if they don't want to be somewhere, they're not going to be somewhere. And all of that is a concoction for problems in Arizona. Uh, I will say under as well. I have them going
0: 4-12. and 12. If you haven't seen it, I picked every single game for the regular season over on Fan Sided. Uh, search that out. Believe me, that is... Uh... That was, that was an epic uh, labor of love. But I have them going 4-12. and 12. I think the Cardinals are slightly better, but I don't trust Kingsbury. Murray's a rookie quarterback behind a terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think they're better. I think they're more entertaining, but I don't think they're good. There's a big difference between those two distinctions. So give me the under as well. So Hill and I uh, both under uh, on the Cardinals. Now. We go to the Falcons. Falcons finished nine, uh, seven and nine last year. A lot of injuries on the defensive side. They lost Keanu Neal and Deion Jones. Mm-hmm. Week one, things went downhill. From <laughs> there, Dan Quinn, though, still the head coach there. The over under nine from
2: Vegas. What say you? Over. I got him at eleven and five, ten and six in that area. Um, with with the Falcons, it was all injuries last year. It was. They lose almost everybody week one, and then whoever didn't get hurt week one, they lost week two, and that kind of defined the season. And we've seen that happen with them before, and we've seen how talented they are before. Give me them, give me the over. Ten and six is probably a worst-case scenario if everybody stays healthy. Okay, so I
0: actually picked them to go nine and seven, but I said there will be no pushes on this podcast, and there will be no pushes. (laughs) So despite the fact that I did pick them to go nine and seven, I'm going to take the under. Okay. Be, here's why. I think the division's good. The Saints are excellent. Mm-hmm. I think your Bucks are better. Um, I think the Panthers are at least a, a inter- an interesting team. Uh, I think Atlanta is good. The thing that scares me about Atlanta is I don't know how they're going to play in the trenches. They got two rookie offensive linemen. Defensively, they did keep Grady Jarrett on the franchise tag, but I just don't know that I trust the Falcons up front. And I think with th- that coupled with the division being good, uh, and and I don't know. The offensive coordinator situation with them, it's been weird since Shanahan left. So, I, I picked them to go 9-7, and seven, but because the total's 9 and we're not taking a push, I'll take the under. I'll say 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Uh, We'll go from there. So, first AFC team here, the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, 10-6 last year, went to the wild card uh, round and lost to the Chargers. They're the AFC North champions with Lamar Jackson at the helm. But Vegas, taking a slightly less pessimistic look here, a more pessimistic look at them has them at eight
2: wins. That's a total. Do you see them as over or under 500 this year? I had them at eight wins, but I'm going to do what you just did with the Falcons, and I'm going under. They just they got that defense. That defense was gutted this off season for no particularly good reason. And they added Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram. I don't think that that's enough. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a better year. I think his development's going to come along, and I think the story with them at the end of the season isn't going to be how many games they lost. It's going to be how much more further along his development Lamar Jackson is and how much more impressed we are than we were maybe last year. Here's the
0: first time I'll look stupid, but this is going to be my lock uh, pick. (laughs) If I was a betting man, this would be the one I'd bet under. And I know I've already started out three under, so I'm lifting up to my pessimistic. (laughs) Although the Falcons actually I felt like nine wins was right. But – uh, I have them 7-9, and nine, and frankly, I think I was being optimistic with them. I just – where are they going to get offense from? They can't score. Yeah. I, I just don't – and I love Hollywood Brown. That's all fine and well, but Lamar Jackson can't throw the football. I, I'm sorry. And, and I'm not hating on Lamar Jackson. Did you see him last year? He could. He literally couldn't throw for 200 yards in the game. Yeah, He was atrocious. And I look at them. They got rid of John Brown. They got rid of Michael Crabtree. They, okay, Mark Ingram's fine, but Mark Ingram's not going to change the, the whole dynamic of that team. And defensively, as you mentioned, look, they lost Weddle, they lost Mosley, they lost Adarius Smith, they lost Suggs. Like th- that's a ton. So I am going and I think Cleveland's just a lot better. I think Pittsburgh's still at least decent. So give me the under on Baltimore. We move to Buffalo, the Bills. The win total, is six and a half. They won six games last year. Josh Allen coming into a second year. The AFC East, the Jets are better. The Dolphins worse. The Pats still the Pats. Six and a half
2: is the win total. Mr. Hill, over-under. Over. I got them at nine and seven. I think they're my surprise team of the year. I think they swing okay. back. Okay. We, saw, we just talked about it at the top of the show. They went to the wild card game a couple of years ago. They didn't blow everything up but the year after that, they get rid of Tyrod Taylor, they get rid of a bunch of pieces, and they kind of hit a soft reset button, and it ended up working out pretty well. Josh Allen looked better than we thought he was going to be, and then they add Ed Oliver in, in the draft. They have a nice free agency, and you look at their depth chart. It's not impressive. John Brown, who we just talked about, is there with Zay Jones and uh, uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley forgetting yep. his name. Running back situation is a little weird. I don't think that they're going to be— a threat to overthrow the Patriots, but I do think that they're going to make the playoffs as wild card nine and seven over. So before the draft is when I did the schedule,
0: I I did, we did the schedule release and I picked all these records. Okay. So it's prior to the draft. This is the first one I'm going to change. I had the bills five and 11 for the year, but I love their draft. It was my favorite draft. I think Oliver's an immediate impact guy. I like Dawson Knox at tight end. I think Devin Singletary can help them right away in the backfield. I'm going over with the Bills. I'm not quite as bullish on as you, but I think they're a 7- or an 8-win team. Yeah. Uh, I think that draft class really does help them that much. I think John Brown, I liked the signing at the time because Josh Allen, one thing he can do, he can throw the ball a mile. Yep. And John Brown is a great deep threat. So I thought Brandon Bean did a really nice job there. I will take the over on the Bills, even though I picked them 5-11 and 11 pre-draft. The draft swayed me enough. I think they could add a couple of wins in there. Giving the Bills as an over, and all of a sudden, the AFC East, not a horrible division, Mm -hmm. as it has been for 20 years, frankly. Uh, But I I like the Bills. I like the direction they're going in. Panthers, last year, 7 and 9, they started out 6 and 2. Everybody thought they might be a threat in the NFC, and then they they cratered like none other. Uh, The over-under this year, though, Vegas still likes them. Eight wins for the Panthers. Over-under for eight wins for Ron
2: Rivera's club. Under. I got him. last place, 6 and 10 in the NFC South. Just it's, it's a brutal under. It's, it's not going to go well. I think that we're looking at perhaps the end of the Ron Rivera era in Ooh, River Carolina. no. Yeah, and already there's questions about Cam Newton. We talked about it last Gosh. week when we talked about uh, Will Greer. I, this isn't to say he's going to you know, usurp him and become the starter, right. but the injury concerns right. with Cam Newton is why we talked about Will Greer, which is why they drafted Will Greer. So that's kind of the thing to play. And then DJ Moore, Jarius Wright. Really? Those are, your, those are the receivers that are lighting on fire. Christian McCaffrey got bigger this offseason. I don't know necessarily if that's gonna be a good thing. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he swells. The, the man needs to the man needs to <laughs> put the weights. He's like that, that
0: what was it? The Geico commercial? <laughs> yeah. The guy just every time they show him, he's just he's like ten sizes bigger. Look, uh I am in the exact same boat as you saw. Let's be brief this. I have six and ten, I have him in the last place in the division. I just don't like the roster. I think the defense was the calling card for a long time. That's eroded. Thomas Davis isn't there anymore. Uh they, they just missed on recent picks. Uh, mm-hmm. McCaffrey's been a nice player, but the, the drafts have not been awesome for them the last five years. So I will also take the under. I think the Panthers uh, have some talent, but the Newton shoulder surgery it scares me. Because yeah. if he's not 100%, that team has no shot. So give me the under on Carolina. Now we move to the NFC North, and the Bears, the Bears were 12-4 and four last year, made to the playoffs, won the division, 3-seed the NFC, and ended up losing on a double doink with Cody Parkey. Uh, Vegas thinks they come back to earth a little bit, or they still like them. Nine and a half is the over-under win
2: total. Uh, do you believe that the Bears are a double-digit win team again? No, I've got them at an eight and eight this season. And the off-season losses on defense concerned me. Hmm. And they didn't replace a lot of people. And this is also, this, now, I've said this before, and I guess I'm starting to slowly die on this hill, um, they feel like the Jaguars after the Jaguars went to the AFC Championship game, where everybody's like, this team's here. Oh, my God, I can't believe Blake Bortles is going to win a Super Bowl in the next three years. Jamie's log. Progressive. The Harrington's backyard. Day 27. 333 a.m. 333. All those threes mean something. Or I may be losing it. Been camped in the Harrington's backyard for 27 days now, proving that Progressive has 24-7 protection. They told me every day they understand what 24-7 protection means. think I'm finally getting through to them. 333...
1: Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
2: world we live in, and they just regressed. They took a huge step back. Injuries played a role in the Jaguars. There was other factors there. But I just think that the Bears, they're not going to regress completely. But they're gonna take a step back to its eight and eight, and we're not looking at this team the same way we were, and we're heading into next offseason saying here's five, six, seven things the Bears absolutely need to do to close the gap between the Vikings and the Packers.
0: I am so conflicted on the Bears because I agree with everything you said. I took the I'm taking the over. I have minimum eleven and five. Okay. And I but I will say this that was maybe the toughest pick for me when I was going through all these teams because I love their defense. I don't like the FanJo's guy. I love Nagy. I don't love Trubisky, Mm-mm. and there's a part of me that's, that they are the biggest regression candidate in the league, in my opinion, because it's very hard to be that good defensive, uh, defensively in two years in a row, and I don't trust the quarterback. I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's Bortles, but I don't think he's a big-time guy either, and that just worries me uh, with the Bears. I'm taking the over because I think that Nagy will scheme enough for that offense I, I'm not in love with anybody else in that division. That's the other part of this for me too. Just so give me the over with the Bears. I didn't think they get back to the playoffs, but I still think unless Trubisky takes a big step, they're not in that Super Bowl conversation. Uh speaking of not being in the Super Bowl conversation, the <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Hey oh. Uh they went six and ten last year,
2: and their win total is six. And do you have them over or under? Uh, I put hard under in all caps. I've got them at three and thirteen this year, and I think that that's generous, because here there are their three wins. Home against Arizona week five, home against the Jaguars week seven, and then at the Raiders at week 11. And I'm like wavering that they're going to lose on the road to Oakland and they're going to go two and 14. It's going to be a bad (laughs) year. Zach, not an experienced head coach. And I I don't want to wish ill will on him because the man got a head coaching job, but that he's going to be Zach Taylor. He's going to be the first guy that we look at and say, okay. The Sean McVay tree, maybe we, we went a little nuts on hiring everybody that's been in or around his you know, bubble for five seconds. The Bengals are going to be bad this year. But they're going to have a high draft pick next year. they will. And well. this is going to kind of be the rebuild. This is the end of Andy Dalton. This is the end of kind of like this last era that we've had. They got rid of Marvin Lewis. This is like you know they're three or four months after the breakup, and they're still they they want to stick with the old era. This is going to be them being like, "Look, we have to move on we got to get we got to get to the new thing yeah i'll be I'll be exceedingly brief uh under
0: five and eleven <laughs> yes. like Zach Taylor can't stand the defense thirty second in the league last year, and their answer to that was to add absolutely nobody in free agency and then mm-hmm. back that up by using their first two picks to take jonah Williams and drew sample i'm done i i I'm sorry what." Uh, the Bengals are a tire fire, and I, I until they give it to Dalton. Just please don't don't waste my time. Uh, Cleveland went seven, eight, and one last year. Of course, they are everybody's darlings this year. Mm-hmm. Nine wins is the over under on the banks of Lake Erie. Hill, tell me you're not a hater. Uh,
2: I'm not. I have an over ten and six. But to circle back and not to spoil the future, I guess the, nobody knows your pick. But I've got the Steelers yeah. also at ten and six. Ooh. I won't tell you who I have in first place though. Oh. But both of them at ten and six. Okay, I also
0: have the Browns at ten and six, but I have them in first place. I think they win the division. Mm-hmm. I think John Dorsey's done a tremendous job. He yeah. has built that team. He took them over in the last month of when they were going zero and sixteen, and immediately, immediately, overnight, they were interesting. They were fun. Now they're good. Uh, I don't think they're a Super Bowl caliber team yet. And I think, look, it's just they need experience. Mm-hmm. They need time. I still think they need some defensive pieces. But I love what they're building. And I think they're going to be a 10-win team. I think they're going to make the playoffs, obviously. I think they're going to host the playoff game, which that'll be quite a scene if they do that in Cleveland. Wow, yeah. Like, here, imagine this. Let's just say the Browns, whatever, they're the four seed, right? They're hosting the Chargers in the AFC Wild Card game. Like, that's it. That's a game. Yeah, That's a weekend. Or they're hosting, like... I don't know Houston or something or somebody in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. Uh, I'd love to see it. Okay, America's team ten and six last year. Dallas Cowboys won a playoff game, won the NFC East, went to the divisional round, fought hard against the Rams, but ultimately fell. Their win total is eight and a
2: half. So Vegas sees them taking a step back. Do you see them taking a step back? Uh, No, I've got them at ten and six again. I think that that's a comfortable number for the Cowboys. I like their defense. The defense was impressive last year. I think that's going to get better. Rod Marinelli, we're going to see what, whether or not that regresses is really everything that this rides on, because this is not a prediction that Dak Prescott's going to be an impressive quarterback. He's going to be what he is. Zeke Elliott's going to be exactly what he's been these past couple of years. Amari Cooper was a nice addition. But defensively, that's where the Cowboys are going to make their name, and that 10-6 and six rides on all of that uh I
0: will also go over I have been nine and seven so I have them uh-huh. at, a, at a close I think the number is right I have him close over uh I think the Cowboys are in the mix for a playoff spot I agree with you I love the defense Leighton Van Der Esch is an up-and-coming superstar uh they signed Demarcus Lawrence that big extension yep. uh the secondary is really good Chidobe Uze is a nice player um and, and Byron Jones so okay, I think Dallas is good Garrett scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, if they had a real coach, I think the honest guy could be an 11-12 team. 11. Two things scare me with them. Garrett and the receivers, beyond Cooper. Yep. And, I, and please, Dallas fans, I don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't email me about Jason Witten. Okay? Jason Witten is about 84 years old. Uh, but give me the over. I do like the Cowboys. I think they'll be a solid team. AFC West, the Denver Broncos, who went 6-10 last year, have not made the playoffs since they won Super Bowl 50. Trying to get back on the beam. They were a third place team in the division last year. And Vegas sees a slight uptick. Of course, they have a new quarterback, Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Their over under is seven. Do you see them getting above that? Uh,
2: well, I have them at seven and nine, but because we don't believe in pushes. There will not be a push. There will be no pushes. Uh, I'll go over. I'll put them at eight and eight. Okay. De- again, like just like the Cowboys, defensively, I mean, that's why the, the Broncos went to the Super Bowl that year, was the defense. It was Peyton Manning was there, and he adds a certain element but he was way over the hill and his he was playing with basically throwing with his left foot so the, you might have been better off that's true but the defense you know Von Miller they've got you know uh Chubb is going into his yep. next year still have Chris Harris. yeah we'll see the, the defense that's going to be what I'm paying attention to and Flacco is better than anything that they've had in the last couple of years eight and eight I think is fair seven and nine is what I have Matt I think that that's even more accurate okay all right. Well, uh,
0: I am going to go with a, a fairly hard under here. Um,
2: huh. I know people scream,
0: you know, the, the hater, you grew up a Chief fan. Listen, here's the reasoning. Here are their road games this year Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Texans, Colts, Packers, Vikings, Bills. Uh, I <laughs> mean, yikes. Th- there might not be a win in that, honestly. And that's not, look, it's not even being critical of the Broncos. That is, that is brutal i mean if you gave new england that road schedule they, they'd be lucky to win three or four games i mean that is a very very tough road schedule i do think denver takes care of business at home i do like the defense Look, Flacco's better than keenum but how much better is he really he's been bad for years now mm-hmm. i i just look when i see the broncos i just see a team that's just kind of there i don't think they're awful and some people say well you're picking them to go 5 and 11 Part of that's because their schedule is just brutal. Yeah. I actually think their talent against a normal schedule is about seven wins. But I think they're going to win five because I just think they're, they're just going to get buried by that road slate. So mm-hmm. I'll take the under. Very similar team. The Detroit Lions, six wins last year. They are a sc- slate to go seven and nine. You're already laughing. I shouldn't say a to go seven and nine. They're over under seven wins. You're laughing, uh, I'm assuming that's because you think it's a joke, and they'll clearly go 14-2. and two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't, bet, don't bet the over on this one. They're going 4-12 and 12 because wow, this is not a good team. I'm sorry. They're losing week one in Arizona too. Book it. Kyler Murray's going to have an incredible game. because that, That's exactly how this works for the Lions. Every single time it looks like they're about to turn a corner and they're going to get good, the bottom falls out. I mean, the Jim Schwartz era was ex- defined by that. Finally getting in the playoffs and then getting waxed once you get there. Barry Sanders retires too soon. Calvin Johnson retires too soon. Matthew Stafford is mentally retired. Like, this is a terrible— fr- And Matt Patricia, practicing outdoors when you play inside? Like, please, I'm sorry. They're a Patriots cover band, and Matt Patricia is James Dolan levels of singer. Like, I'm, I'm so out. I didn't know I hated the Lions this much until this moment but 4-12, 13-3, under. <laughs> it's going down. All right. I, I am also under 5-11. <laughs> uh, you said it
0: all so well. Uh, I will leave it at that. But I am I'm hard under on the Lions. They're clearly the fourth best team in that division. Uh, staying right in that division, the Green Bay Packers. Last year, a train wreck. 6-9-1, and one. Mike McCarthy, gone. Matt LaFleur, guy who you have more stock in than anybody I've ever met. That's right. In. So, Packers. Vegas just giving it to them. The over under nine and a half.
2: Are you going to go big boy? You're going to give them the over. Oh, I'll give it, I'm I'm going to go even bigger. I'm going thirteen and three. Wow. Over. I just feel like this. Woo! This has all the makings of. Aaron Rodgers coming out and flexing on everybody and saying, you know, I'm the captain now. I mean, I love Matt LaFleur, and you're right. I've, I have like three different beach houses with the stock that yeah, I bought. Which, by, him. by the way,
0: if, if they start out like two four and four, foreclosure. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be selling for 30 yeah. cents on the dollar. Uh, I'm
2: going to go on the lamb. You're going to find me in Columbia. Um, 13 and three, that's where I got them. Because if you take a look at what their schedule is, like, I don't know like Chicago, Minnesota, Denver, Philadelphia, Dallas, Detroit. That's how they open the season. If the Packers are what the Aaron Rodgers Packers are supposed to be, they win most of those games. They're beating Oakland at home. Like last year they should have beaten Arizona at home, didn't happen, but we got the McCarthy stuff right. going on. I think like the floor in his offense is actually going to open up some things for Rodgers. I just I this is a bounce back year. I just don't see the Packers with Aaron Rodgers Regardless of we was had a coach having back to back terrible years like this, I like them. I don't love them. I have them
0: at eleven and five. Okay. Uh, I have them as a wild score team. I had the Bears winning the tie break. I forget how. Go read my piece in the schedule. Okay, I'm not going through those gymnastics. But uh, I have them at eleven wins. Look, I am betting on that. Rogers plays better. That Lafleur is creative, and I really mm-hmm. like their young defensive secondary. You've got Amos and and Savage back there at safety. Okay, Savage being the first round pick get Amos from the Bears. They have Alexander and Jackson on the corners, two picks from last year. So I really like that. I will say this there's one thing about the Packers that scares me. If Devontae Adams gets hurt, yeah, they have nobody to get the ball to. And Rodgers, as great as he is, he's not who he was 10 years ago. So that is my one caveat. But I, I will take the over with you. I like them. Let's move to a team that neither one of us said we thought could get to the Super Bowl. And a lot of people would mm-hmm. disagree with us. The Houston Texans went eleven and five last year. Started zero and three, went on a huge run, then got to the playoffs and uh, showed their rear ends in what was a humiliating defeat at home in the wild card round against Indianapolis. They went eleven and five. Okay, they had a weird off season. They lost Tyron Matthew. They they gained to Sean Gibson, and then the offensive line they did nothing with, even though it gave up sixty two sacks until they went out and they got. Titus Howard in the first round and Max Sharpling in the second round, I believe it was. Maybe the third. Don't quote me on that. I'm not looking at it. I believe it was the second. So that is their improvement for the offensive line. But Vegas, Vegas is eight
2: and a half is the over-under. Do you see them sinking to that or below it? Under. I got them at an eight and eight. Okay. So that, And my thing is the offensive line. You don't go out and get any of the big replacements that were out there. and You, re, you go and you're relying on two rookies which is fair enough, like maybe in a year or so, we can look at the offensive line and say it's improved. But the other thing about Houston is usually you look at them and say, well, you know, if, if Watts healthy, if Merciless is healthy, these guys are healthy, I mean, this is a good team. But I think we're two or three years removed from the prime of this defense. I think we're on the, the back half of being able to say, yep. oh, they're going to beat the Colts because if they're healthy, that defense is great. Now we're kind of in the middle where we're, it's muddled. I don't know if they're going to beat Indianapolis, I don't know if Jacksonville comes in and they have a good game that that isn't uh, you know a 21-17 game that Houston loses. Right. So I've got them at 8-8. Eight and eight. Give me the under, but it's a soft under.
0: Uh, I, I have a soft over. I have a 9-7. Look, I, I think that they're a good team. My problem with Houston, I'll, I'll be very brief on this, I don't trust the offensive line, and I think they're a very top-heavy team. You have Clowney, who they openly tried to trade, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um that not only from I mean that I uh, once I think I said it here I uh, had you know just sources that they were looking to move him. Now, I mean it's just completely out in the open, they were trying to trade him. But there's this very top heavy Watt, Clowney, Merciless, Watson, and Hopkins. And after that, there's just a gigantic drop off in talent. Yeah. And you're right, the defense got old, the secondary in particular. Staying in that division, Indianapolis, 10 win team last year, they got really hot at the end. They won a playoff game, they went to Kansas City, they lost in the divisional round. But had a really nice year in the first year head coach Frank Wright. They won ten games, and this year Vegas, she's
2: right around that again at nine and a half over under. What say you? Under soft under again, nine and seven. Okay. I got him winning the division at nine and seven. So, it, look, they're an improved team. Luck comes back. He is what we thought he was going to be when he comes back. He doesn't, thankfully, doesn't fall off a cliff, and he's looking like he's going to be able to salvage whatever's left of his career. But then Chris Ballard is able to, not to the same extent that John Dorsey in Cleveland is, but we're seeing this ripple effect from Kansas City where Dorsey goes to Cleveland and is replicating things and it's working. And Ballard's doing the same thing in Indianapolis and it's working. So give me a nine and seven. Soft under because it's 9.5, but Colts win the division with that.
0: Got 11 wins for the Colts. I like them. I like Wright. I like Luck a lot. Obviously, that's not a huge statement. I think Justin Houston helps them out. I don't trust their defense, so even with Houston. Their mm-hmm. defense, I don't think they did enough. I still think that defense against a really good offense is going to have a hard time. They beat a lot of bad quarterbacks last year. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Their division, bad quarterbacks. Yep. I, I don't trust Foles outside of Philly. Uh, I, I Look, I like Watson a lot, but their offensive line is a train wreck. Uh, and we saw the Colts handle him in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Mariota and hey, Tennessee fans, sorry, Marcus Mariota, he's the second best quarterback on your own roster. So <laughs> not a huge fan. Give me the Colts as an over again in the AFC South. Jacksonville, five and eleven last year. They add Nick Foles. They they get uh, they get Josh Allen in the draft, who should be an immediate impact pass rusher for them. The win total is up there. It's
2: eight wins for Jacksonville. Do you like that as the over or as an under? Under. I got him at 5 and 11 again. I don't, I'm with you. I don't trust Foles outside of Philly. I see because Foles in Philly the first time was all right. Foles in LA, Foles in Kansas City. Not good. Not good. Foles in Philly the second time, Super Bowl MVP, which is like the extreme fringe and it's always he, he needs a talent around him if he doesn't, doesn't have, have talent have around him he's sunk and they have no Who talent receivers offense. name me and you probably know because i don't off the top of my head who's who's the number one receiver he's throwing to i in, thought in about it coming
0: in here uh marquise lee off an acl injury and then it's dd westbrook keelan cole and dj chark good night yeah and and by the way on that note uh, also 5 and 11 and under <laughs> yes. uh moving to a team that has offensive weapons the Kansas City Chiefs—they went 12 and four last year. Obviously, with the AFC title game, I don't want to talk about what happened at that point. <laughs> Let's just say D. Ford doesn't know how to line up correctly. Uh, Vegas has them tied for the biggest over/under uh, or highest over I to say, of any team in the league. Ten and a half.
2: Uh, Hill, do you think the Chiefs go over or under ten and a half? Over. I've got them win- winning the division at 12 and uh, four. So, again, this this was. It's two pronged. Uh, it's twelve and four if Tyree Hill is around. Yep. If Tyree Hill gets suspended or he gets cut or something happens, there's going to be an adjustment. But even at worst, even if that happens, you're looking at eleven and five, yeah. 10 and six. So. I, I agree. Look, I,
0: um, I have them for the first time in my career. I am picking them to win the Super Bowl, which <laughs> I cannot explain the fear that I have. So in they're, saying going, that. they're going four and twelve. Yeah, so they're going to fall apart. Here's my feeling on this. It's like when Rodgers was at the peak of his powers and was surrounded by talent. Mm-hmm. If he was upright, the Packers were winning 13 games. Yeah. Same thing with Manning in Indianapolis. right? Like, I just look at the Chiefs and say, even if Hill's suspended for half the year, most of the year, even if something crazy comes out, uh, beyond the craziness, it's already come out um, and he's off the team. And look, we'll leave the Hill stuff aside because we could talk about that all day long. Yeah. I mean, what, what he's been accused of, what, he, what he's being investigated for, I mean, beyond heinous. But, from a football standpoint, they don't need him early. They need him late because their schedule is with really tough games. Week 11 on is when they play the Chargers twice, the Pats, the Bears on the road, so on and so forth. I am taking the over. I have them at 13-3. and three. I think they're the best mm-hmm. team in football. I think as long as Mahomes is there and that line is there and Kelsey's there and Watkins is there and Reed is there, I just think. And I think the defense is better because they have Spagnolo and not Bob Sutton. And they have yeah. some actual... Like Frank Clark, again, see what you want about him off the field. He's a really talented player. I think I think over. Mm-hmm. Um, their schedule's not really hard. A lot of their hard games are in Arrowhead. So give me the over on the Chiefs. And we stay in the West with the Chargers, who uh, also won 12 games last year. Ended up being the top wild card. Won a game in the playoffs. Lost to New England. Their win total is nine and a half. So Vegas sees them as one game below the Chiefs. Uh, do you see them as an, as an
2: over here, over the nine and a half? Over, 11 and five. Okay. So second place. I think it's going to be another year like last year where we're getting down to the wire and we're looking at the Chiefs and the Chargers, which is also going to be fun because one team in that window is going up and the other's window is closing because Phillip Rivers is... Sure. This is these are the last couple of years he's going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl, and thankfully he probably has the most talented team around him that he's had since they went fourteen and two that one year, and unfortunately lost to the Patriots. Yeah. The defense is great; it got better in the draft. Like I just, I, I love this team. Eleven and five, give me the over. And if the Tyree kill stuff happens or something happens with the Chiefs, it's not outside the realm of possibility that they can win the division. They not could have all. last year.
0: Not at all. Absolutely. Totally agree. Over. I have him at twelve and four. I think they win 12 again. I think they're really good. I think they're the best roster in football. And I think they could absolutely win the Super Bowl. The only reason I take the Chiefs over the Chargers is I think the Chiefs have a gear that they can get to that the Chargers can't, and it's because of Mahomes. I think that if the Chiefs are really running on all cylinders, and we saw it in the AFC title game last year, when they fell behind against New England, and both teams fell behind against New England early, and the Chargers just could never quite... Were the Chiefs... Just had a gear where all of a sudden it was they, they scored 28 points in a blink of an eye. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just it was there. I love the Chargers in any other division of football. I pick them to win the division, oh, maybe yeah. other than the NFC South. So I love the Saints, but I think the Chargers over easily for me. In fact, that's my favorite over bet of any of this. Uh, staying in the same city, NFC West, the Rams 13 and three last year lost in the Super Bowl to the Pats. They lost some talent this year, maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. The over-under win total, though, as high as any team, has been given 10.5. Uh, do you like the over or the under for the
2: Rams? Under. I got them at 10-6, and six, so soft under. They're primed to be a team that has a Super Bowl hangover, I think. I don't want to say that they're going to regress to a point where they miss the playoffs, but Jared Goff doesn't look that impressive. Okay, The defense is good. But it wouldn't be the first time that we've seen a defense play really good, good enough to get to the Super Bowl and then regress the next year. It happened with Denver. It happened with Jacksonville, even though they didn't get to the Super Bowl. It's probably going to happen with Chicago this year, even though, again, they didn't get to the Super Bowl. Um, And then my question with this, and this is over the next couple of years, is at what point does Sean McVay get figured out? At what point? And he's a genius, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but John Gruden was... Sean McVay before Sean McVay was who he is. And people figured out Sean McVay. People figured out John Gruden.
0: I'm taking the over. I I got him at 12 and four. I like the Rams. I am concerned though for a few reasons. Gurley's knee scares the hell out of me. Okay. If he's got legitimate tendonitis in this knee that he can't get rid of, that's a gigantic problem because Cooper Cup's coming off a torn ACL. That scares me. Uh, I do think the defense will be better. I don't like that they got rid of the interior of their offensive line. I like the Rams because I think the division's awful. I think Seattle's yeah. worse. I, I think the Niners are overhyped and I, and I think the, the Cardinals still stink. So the Rams, I do think, will win 12 games but I think the Rams are worse than they were last year. I don't see the, the juggernaut and the thing that you said about McVay, I find very interesting. At some point, all he does is play 11 personality they never change. Mm-hmm. At some juncture, somebody is going to just say, we can stop you. And New England did it in Super I was going to say, New England. So how did. many, th- no, no, look, it's easy to say that, uh, hey, now the blueprint's out because you have to be able to do that like New England did. Yeah. But but the point being, there's not, there is a roadmap to stop them. And that is very interesting to me. So now we go from a team that went from the Super Bowl to a team that is favored to have the number one pick next year in the 2020 draft, yes. the Miami Dolphins. They somehow won seven games last year. They are over-under win total, the lowest in the league at five. Do you think they can surpass five wins?
2: I do. I think that they are. Mm. So the over-under is over five, under five. Yeah, i got five. I got them at six and ten. Okay. So I am – the way that I feel about Matt LaFleur, I similarly feel about Josh Rosen in which I am buying all of the property. When everybody comes and they want to get on board with Josh Rosen, they're going to have to pay me rent because I've took up all the real estate. And I think that we talked about last week, the dolphins essentially drafted him this year. This is his rookie year in a certain way. You know, I don't know if the, the defense for Miami is going to be any good. I think the Rosen factor is going to be something that we pay a lot of attention to. And, that fire in his belly, I think, is worth a handful of wins. Six and 10 is not that hard. I got him win two games. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, it is that hard. I will say, that, no, I, will say I, I again did this when the schedule came out, so they didn't have Rosen. I do like Rosen. I maybe could see him getting a four with Rosen because I like him better than Fitzpatrick, but I don't think they get the five. I think the division's better, and I just think they, they're purposely rebuilding. They have no roster. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Minnesota, eight wins last year, eight, seven, and one, made the most disappointing team in the league. Over
2: on the win total this year is at nine. Do you think they get to the ten wins, or are you taking the under? Over. Give me ten and six this year for the Vikings. Second place, wild card. Um, I think Cousins has a bounce back year. I don't think that he's going to be a guy who we're looking at. And say, oh wow, he's an MVP candidate. I don't even think he's going to be comeback player of the year. Good, but no, it will not be. I think that the Vikings that there's enough there already that they should win eight or nine games and they ha- something has to go wrong internally or with injuries for them to lose games that are going to keep them out of the playoffs. 10 and six, I think is very realistic. But then again, last year we thought that the Kirk cousins thing was, they finally figured it out. And of course, having grown up in Minnesota, I tricked myself into thinking Minnesota sports. Isn't Just a think it looks good.
0: Uh, you and I have the same thing though. 10, six and wild card. I have in third place. I think both wild he cards goes. come out of the North. Uh, they have to be better. I mean, how can they not be? But that was a train wreck last year. Bad, yeah. So, I I mean, some of those games they lost were just ridiculous. That Bills game, that was one of the biggest stunners I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, give me the over as well. New England, 11 wins last year. And earlier I said 10.5 was the highest win total any team had. I was wrong. Vegas actually did put the Pats at 11. I thought they were 10.5 as well. So, the Pats… 11 wins a year ago,
2: do you think they surpassed that win total this year? Yes, 13-3. Okay. Give me the over. Uh, it's going to be—this is a narrative, and we said it about the Steelers to a lesser degree, where it's you can't count them out or bet against them until they give you a reason to bet against them. And the Steelers have come up to the line of giving us a reason to bet against them. Oh, I've got a reason. I will get to them in a minute. Well, I guess minutes. we bet against them last year because we both had the Ravens winning the division. Yeah. So and but, we were right. Even though we waffled significantly. That's true. (laughs) But Gronk leaving or retiring and some of the changes that were made in the offseason, it's not the first time that the Patriots have jettisoned a player and just moved on. Like Bill Belichick, his fetish is to say, it's my system. You guys are just soldiers in my army. And that's, I think we're going to see that again this year. Brady's got a chip on his shoulder, which is weird to say, but everybody's writing him off. For the last five years, we've written him off. We've written the Patriots off. Give me 13 and three. And I think you've said this and a lot of people have said this. The Patriots are the number one seed in the AFC and they're in the Super Bowl until somebody beats them on the way there.
0: Yeah, I think it's fair. Uh, I have them winning 12 games. So I have the over. I think they'll be the two seed like they were last year to Kansas City and I think those two teams are going to be seeing each other again. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just look and it's something that's charged again. I just think these two teams have gears here. Nobody else in the AFC can get to. But give me the Pats uh, over. I don't, I don't care that they lost Gronk and Flowers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I care from the standpoint that I think that If the Chiefs and the Chargers don't level up, so to speak, that might be the difference. But until Brady and Belichick are beaten, please, over. Saints, 13-3 last year, 10.5, the over-under win total this year. Uh, I think
2: I know where both of us are going on this one, but uh, thoughts on 10.5? Uh, over, give me 14-2. and two. And this is going to be a tale of two seasons for the, for the Saints here, and two extremes. Either they come out of the gate after that NFC Championship game, and back-to-back seasons of miraculous endings to their year in which they weren't on the right side of history, they either come out of that firing on all cylinders or it's going to be the complete opposite and we're going to see this team struggle and have the hangover. Drew Brees maybe falls off a little bit, but we were talking about this before the show. Their bye week is week nine. There's a very good chance that they're 6-2 and at worst going into that. And then out of the bye week, they may lose one game, 14-2. and Yes, yeah,
0: the schedule is very easy after the bye. I'm not quite as high on them as you in the sense. I'm not picking them to win 14 games. I have won 12, so I'm high enough. Yeah. Right? Like I still, I think, I think they are going to the Super Bowl of the NFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think the NFC, look, they should have represented the NFC last year. They will represent them this year. I think mm-hmm. New, Orleans or New Orleans and Kansas City will be in the Super Bowl this year. That's my early pick. By the way, last year, for anybody who thinks I'm a joke, I picked the Pats and the Rams to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you did. So I don't want to say who I picked to win, though. But I I did pick those two teams in the Super Bowl. Um, So we'll see if Lightning strikes twice. Okay. Uh, This is going to be real brief. Speaking of teams who could get the number one pick. Uh, (laughs) The Giants won five games last year. They're over under six. Hill,
2: uh, in a sentence, thoughts? (laughs) Under, comma, four and 12, exclamation point, sad face emoji. That's my prediction.
1: Uh,
0: I, I don't know that I can do any better than that. I also have them at four and 12. So we'll move on out of respect for Giants fans.
2: When uh, well, did I say 4-12, I meant 2-14. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> okay, well, we should have moved on. We still had some self-respect for the Giants fans. It's 1-15 fan. now. They're just losing wins as we go. They're, they're atrocious. That Daniel Jones picks one of the worst reversions. Oh, that was... We'll move on. <laughs> uh, all right, so the Jets, four wins last year, but they, they really retooled this team quite a bit, especially yeah. offensively. They are at a seven-win total from Vegas. Do you like them to at least get the 500?
2: Uh, no, I've got them at six and 10. Okay. So, which is in, is around where I had the bills I had the bills at nine and seven, but I could see them in that range. And I see, because two years ago, the jets also had a similar uptick where we thought, Ooh, maybe this team's starting to turn it around. This was of course, then they lose out and they get, then they
0: proved out to be the jets.
2: Yeah. And then they get Sam Darnold out of it, which is kind of why they bounce back a little bit here. Adam gaze. I think he has a chip on his shoulder. He goes to Miami. He never really got a fair shake. He was saddled with Ryan Tannehill. Wasn't able really to get out from under him. Now let's see what he can do with Darnold. He's you know the, all of the history he has with Aaron Rod or, uh, with uh, Peyton Manning and all that. Let's see if maybe he can channel something with Sam Darnold and this team, which he can craft in his own bug-eyed vision.
0: Hill over
2: wildcard team. Oh, that's
0: right, New York, New York. That's right, nine wins for the J-T-S. Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Ironman Ed, where are you? I can't stand fireman, Ed. But I, I am happy for all the other Jets fans out there. Look, I think the Jets are a good team. I like Arnold a lot. I think he really played well second half, especially the last quarter of last season. I thought mm-hmm. he played excellent football. They add Jamison Crowder.
2: Jamie's log. Progressive. The Harrington's backyard. Day 4, two eighteen 18 a.m. I've been camping outside the Harrington house for four days now, proving that Progressive has 24-7 protection. Mr. Harrington says I don't need to do this, since Progressive protects 24-7 is a pretty easy concept to grasp. But I'm going to stay and prove my point. Besides, there's a big tree branch over the roof, and I think it's planning something.
1: Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Added Le'Veon Bell. They added Clutchio Assembly up front. Um, I thought the Jets did a hell of a job. Quincy Noon was coming back off injury. He's not a number one receiver, but he's a good number two. Defensively, look, they paid a fortune for C.J. Mosley, but I really like C.J. Mosley. Uh, the, other, the, the question I have with the Jets is twofold. Adam Gase, are you any good? Two, Greg Williams with that defense.
2: Quinn and Williams in that defense?
0: Like, yeah, I love Quinn and Williams. Mm-hmm. I think Greg Williams will do a nice job. My only reservation with Greg Williams is Greg Williams likes a whole lot of Greg Williams. Yeah. That scares me. Like, that, that plays well for a certain amount of time, and it better be successful. Because if you're not successful, guys start to tune you out. But I like the Jets. I think they're going to win nine games. I think they're going to be good and they're going to be exciting. And I, I think that they are going to bring uh, some pride back to a franchise that frankly really has not had any for quite some time. So give me nine and a wildcard berth with a bullet The Jets. Next, a team that's not going to get a wildcard spot or a division title, although there is one prominent person who believes that they will. That's
2: true. They they're almost didn't have,
0: have a stadium. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the Raiders. Four and 12 last year, over under six and a half. We all know they added Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, Trent Brown, who somehow they're playing at right tackle despite playing 16 and a half million a year. Hill, the Raiders, are they getting at least seven wins? No. Why why the
2: hell is everybody so high on the Raiders? Because it's fun and it's cool to be excited about the Raiders. I have them at four and 12 again, and that's being generous. I mean they lucked into some wins last year. Gruden with that crap eating grin that he had after some of those wins is like, dude, you got lucky. That they lost to the Browns or they beat the Browns in overtime, yes, right? Yes. should have lost the game. They should have lost the game. So right there, take off another take off another uh win. I've got him at four and twelve. Another dying on this hill. Antonio Brown is gonna be an epic disaster. That is gonna end so terribly well, for him. Because Again, we've said this before. I think you've written about it and other people have said it. His freelancing on his routes, Derek Carr is not going to know where to throw the ball. Plus, let's face it, if he runs a route more than six yards down the field, Carr's not going to throw it. And and also, and this goes without saying, but Derek Carr, not Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, say what you will about him, Hall of Fame quarterback. He is a guy who would be able to find Antonio Brown, and I think that he made Antonio Brown look a lot better than Antonio Brown thinks he is. I think Antonio Brown's a top-five receiver, hands down, he's one of oh, the best great receivers player. in football yeah. but he also benefited from having Ben Roethlisberger be able to find yeah. him on a lot of the well, routes where he disappeared
0: and he also benefited from the fact that throughout his career he had a really good number two yeah. and that's not not look Brown's great but the, the reality of it is uh, I'm sorry he's got nobody else on that offense no. of any consequence like he did in Pittsburgh give me the under I, I looked for wins high and low for the Raiders Tough to 6 find. and 10 and frankly I think I'm being generous I do not think they're going over on that Philadelphia won nine games last
2: year. Nine and a half is the over under. Do you think they get to 10? I think this is another one where we differ. I've got them under. I've got them at nine and seven, though. So I could also easily see them winning the NFC East because I've got the Cowboys at 10 and six. You could flip flop those records. But I've got to see a full season of Carson Wentz, which we that's haven't fair. seen. We haven't seen a full yeah, season. That's of him.
0: totally fair. And now he's not there. So if something happens, it's so bad news. Fun. It's not, yeah, the gets, worst
2: of news. If uh, Carson Wentz's legacy in the NFL is that he is the guy who gets injured and then makes. He just makes backup quarterback. The backup quarterbacks make a ton of money.
0: I am going over for the Eagles. I like them a lot. I think they bounce back. But I agree with you. The Wentz thing, it does scare me because that's becoming a real problem. Uh, I have them at 11 and 5. I think they win the division. I think they're a threat to go to the Super Bowl. But Wentz, Wentz has to be healthy. Mm-hmm. If he's out for a month, nothing against Nate Sudfeld, they're not winning the game. No. So, I, I mean, mm. that is a concern I have, but I will take the over. I like Philadelphia a lot. Staying in Pennsylvania, Steelers, nine wins last year, didn't make the playoffs. Their over under is eight and a half. Of course, they lost Bell, who didn't play from last year anyway. They lose Brown. No. Uh, they draft Evan Bush to finally kind of fill in that Ryan Chazier role. Do you see them over or under eight
2: and a half? Over 10-6, and six, like I said earlier. I uh, got them in second place. Yeah. I do have the Browns winning the division. Uh, but again, just like I said before and like I said with the Patriots, until they give me a reason to absolutely guaranteed bet against them, I can't do it. So give me 10-6. I will say, though, each year there is a bizarre loss on their schedule. Book it right now. Week 14 at, at Arizona, they're losing that game. I picked them to lose that game. It, I, you know. I totally agree.
0: They will absolutely lose some <laughs> yes. asinine game that costs them their season. I'm going under. I have them in an eight and eight. It's a soft okay. under. My problem with the Steelers, Roethlisberger's not getting any younger. He's still terrific, but he, he's injury prone. And the rest of that offense is Juju Smith Schuster and who? Yeah, they're just not good. I, I, look, the line is good. They lost Marcus Gilbert. I don't think their defense is great. I think they're a very average team. They're going to have games where they look great. They're going to have games where they look terrible. And I just see them leveling out at 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, A team that some people think will be much better this year, San Francisco. They won four games last year. Of course, injury ravaged by Garoppolo being out. Eight wins is the over-under in San Francisco. Although I was out in San Francisco and everyone will immediately point out to you, they are not San Francisco, they are Santa Clara. Uh, people out there furious about that. Far more than I ever realized. Uh eight wins, the over-under uh, thoughts on I always that thought
2: that people in California were supposed to be surfer chill. They,
0: uh, no, they absolutely do. I cannot tell you how many people came up to us when we were out there doing a story uh, on San Francisco that will come out in September. Um, and I asked them how they felt about the 49ers and got an expletive back and said, I don't care. They don't belong to us anymore. Oof.
2: So people furious. Anyway, eight the over-under thoughts. Well, apparently nobody's going to care that I have the under on this one then. I've got them an eight and eight, but I'll go under. Okay. The defense doesn't do anything for me. I, I saw, we saw, what, like three games of Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, after he was apparently Joe Montana reincarnated right. he got traded from New England. But I, I like Shanahan. I like the idea that he can make that offense something. I just don't see the weapons there. I don't see anything on defense that makes me terribly excited. It's a very average, middle-of-the-road feeling I have for them. It's a very 7-9, and 8-8 eight and eight feeling I have about them. I'll tell you what. I have them at 7
0: wins, and I don't even know that they get there. I, everybody has been on this Niners hype train with Garoppolo and Lynch and Shanahan. What have any of them ever done? Like, Garoppolo's interesting, yeah. but he's got a small sample size. Their draft class, everybody went crazy when Lynch got Ruben Foster and Solomon Thomas. How's that worked out? Aye. Which, by the way, that's what, and we do them too. So I'm not knocking other outlets. We do them. I do them. Draft grades, take your draft grades and set them on fire. Mm-hmm. All of them, including, well, not, you know, not ours, because ours are fantastic. <laughs> but right, like, we're, always, well, we're always right. But, but like, let's be real. Draft grades, biggest waste of time on the face of the earth. I think the Niners are a seven win team. I don't love them. I think Garoppolo has a chance to be a really good player, but he's got to prove it. And I got to tell you, if he doesn't start proving it now, uh, you're getting a little late in the game here. Seattle, 10 wins last year. Maybe the biggest surprise in the league. They got the 10 wins uh, after selling off a ton of parts and losing a lot of guys in free agency and trade. Eight and a half is the total. Do you see Seattle having a winning record this year?
2: Uh, yeah, I do. I got them over. I got them at nine and seven. So they surprised us last year. Before the year, we were dogging them. We we're saying, well, you know, this is it. This is the end. They don't, the, the Legion of Boom was blown up. And then a couple of weeks later, Earl Thomas's leg actually did blow up. So Gave the finger to the entire bench. Rightfully so. Everybody was right there with him. But somehow Pete Carroll reminded us very quietly that he's one of the best coaches in the last 10, 15 years in the NFL. Everybody's talking he's about all these. McVay and all these guys who are great coaches. And then Pete Carroll's just there as the elder statesman, being like, hey, me chomping on his gum. No. Give me nine True. and seven. I like it. Russell Wilson, he got paid. Again, underrated. He's an MVP candidate quarterback who wins. He wills wins out of this team. Give me nine and seven. I'm right there with you. Nine and seven, second
0: place, and they fight for a wild card. Look, I'll say this for the Seahawks. I look at that roster and I see six and 10. But I have a rule if you have an upper echelon quarterback and an upper echelon head coach, you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. And they have those things. I trust Seattle with a very smart GM, by the way, and John Schneider yeah. to figure it out. And I think they will find a way to get to nine wins. I don't think they get to the 10 again, but I think they get to the nine. And I think they're right in that mix for a playoff spot. All right. I'm going to see the floor here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won five games last year, over under six
2: and a half. Hill, thoughts? Best case scenario is seven and nine. And that's what I got them at. Give me the over. Um, a- Arians, <laughs> this is also it sounds a little weird coming hot off your rule about upper echelon coach and quarterback, and we're going from that to Bruce Arians, who is he's up, an upper echelon upper head echelon. coach, in my opinion. Your quarterback, however, then I'm he's not got sure. Jameis Winston. Yeah. So, which and it's, it's been said time and time again, and now we're just gonna have to wait and see how it goes. But if there's a guy who can get anything out of Jameis Winston, it's gonna be Bruce Arians. And if he can't get anything out of him, then there was nothing to get out of there in the first place, and he's a bust. So. Give me seven and nine. Give me the over. That's being generous. In my heart, I feel like this is a four and twelve, five and eleven season. But I'll take the I'll take the over seven and nine. Have him at six and ten. Uh, okay.
0: Slight under. Look, I I actually think and I uh, everything you said is on point. If Bruce Arians can't fix Seamus, Winston, it's time to just cut bait. Yeah. Because you look at Arians' career: Roethlisberger, Palmer, Manning, Luck. I mean, the guy. Every every quarterback he touches turns to... Now, Grant, those, those guys had a lot of high... It's a lot of high pedigree there. Three f- number one overall picks and another yeah. first rounder. But what was Jameis Winston? The number one overall pick. Get out there and do something. And I, I think, look, I think the Bucks are exciting and, and they're good uh, in comparison to what they were a year ago. But what they were a year ago was, was bad. So I don't think you're going to see a huge uptick yet. yet. Because I still think the defense has ways to go. I still think Winston's got to prove it. I, I will say this, though. I would not be at all shocked if the Bucks are like 500-team. Yeah. To me, this is about Winston. If Winston's good, I think the Buccaneers are interesting. If he's not good, then I think he's gone, and they're trading
2: up for Tua next year. I think the defense is better, too. Todd Bowles... I don't think it's a secret. I, like I don't think a it's a secret that he's the head coach and waiting there. Like if everything goes to plan and Arians is able to turn things around and get things on the right track, Bowles is going to be the guy that takes over, and rightfully so. I think he turns around that defense. So yes, a lot of it relies on Jameis Winston, but there, like the game in Cincinnati last year where the Bucks they just got roasted on defense. Jameis Winston came out and that offense scored like 33 points and they still lost because they couldn't stop anybody. So I'm, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But they're going to go one and fifteen. That's how it's going to go. Batch. Wow. <laughs> That's, okay. Let's,
0: facts are going to be facts. Tennessee nine and seven last year, the most nondescript team in the league, and I'm not just taking shots. It's just it is what it is. They kind of fall under the radar. Uh, eight and a half is the over under. Do you believe in Tennessee? No, I don't. Four okay. and twelve. Give me the under. wow. Four and, and twelve. You, My go. Well, there goes the hatred for me. It's now on to you. You
2: kind of said it earlier. Um, look, Marcus Mariota is the second best quarterback on that team. And Ryan Tannehill is the best. It's not good. Think about that. You're going into this season. Mike Vrabel, whatever. He was able to beat Bill Belichick. It was a cool moment and everything like that. But Matt Patricia beat Bill Belichick last year too. That that's amazing. And that defense is good. Jacksonville also beat. They did, yeah. The defense is good. It's nothing great. And it's the same thing just like Jacksonville. Who's the number one receiver on Tennessee? Corey Davis. I rest my kid. You've got Ryan Tannehill throwing the him, and Ryan Tannehill is the backup. Your two quarterbacks are Mariota and Tannehill. I, I'm sorry, Tennessee. <laughs> it's not I, your fault.
0: I have <laughs> I have him at six and ten, and I and I get it. Look, people are going to scream. Look, I actually really like their defense. They didn't the quarterback. They didn't the quarterback? Look, Titans fans love to scream at me and, and, and come out. You do it all you want. He he can't play. He's not good. Ask anyone in the league that's not in Tennessee what they think of Marcus Mariota, and I can tell you right now the response is he's a guy, he's just another player, nice athlete, hurt all the time, not a great thrower of the ball. He's just not that good. I'm not look, I'm not painting him out to be Browning Nagel, but like he's he's just not that good. He's just a run of the mill quarterback, and they that offense needs a great quarterback Mm -hmm. to get them to score points because they just and look the other part is just too. They play a very old-school scheme, which is fine. But to do that, you've got to be able to hit on some big plays, some chunk plays occasionally. They cannot do it. Give me the under. Uh, I I think they are fighting for third place with Jacksonville. And the last team, Washington Redskins, seven wins last year. They cratered after Alex Smith got hurt. Over under six this year, Dwayne Haskins is going to be, I'm sure, seeing some time sooner rather than later. What do you
2: say about the skins? Over. I got them at seven and nine. I think that Jay Gruden is a middle tier head coach. People forget that he's not that bad. He's actually done a nice job. He's, I agree. Of with the you. Grudens right now in the NFL, I'm taking Jay Gruden nine and a half times out of ten. Oh my god, I'm taking him ten times out of ten. Well, you know, the one time you're taking John is because you mistake him for Jay. So oh, fair enough. Give me John, Give me Jay Gruden. Haskins, I think is he's going to be good. Look, I, I don't think that it's going to be a massive improvement, but seven and nine, give me the over.
0: Uh, I have them at 6-10, but there's no pushes, and it's not, we're not going to start now. So I will take the under. I'll take 5-11. and 11. I just think a rookie quarterback, there's going to be some learning curves. Yeah. Uh, and I think Philly and Dallas will beat up on oh, them. Oh, yeah. So give me the under for the Redskins. Although, would I be shocked if they won seven games? No, not necessarily. I love their draft. I think the Montez draft smart. is excellent. Really nice job by the Redskins there. So those are the over-unders. want to thank our sponsors at Fanatics. Uh, go to fansided.fanax.com, use the fansided code, fansided, and save 20% on shipping. Uh, they have everything that a fan could ever want, so please go to Fanatics, check them out. They're awesome partners, and they really will get you anything from jerseys to hats to t-shirts, so on and so forth. Uh, no matter what sport, what team you root for, Fanatics has you covered. So, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Tried not to uh, run over on too many of these teams. I like going over the over-unders. It'll be fun. We can look back and we can laugh at ourselves for the ones we got ridiculously wrong. We can pat ourselves on the back for the few that we got spot on. Um, and God knows there will be plenty of both. Uh, certainly the ones we missed. So uh, Hill, any final thoughts? No,
2: I look forward to being completely right on every single one of these that we picked. Okay,
0: awesome. You have more confidence than <laughs> Matt I Matt
2: LaFleur, coach of the year. My God. I'm okay. going crazy now. Yeah, that's, it's time to go.
0: Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Stacking the Box each and every week. Please subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. Leave a like uh, or give us a like. Uh, leave a comment. Give us a rating. Check out uh, on, on Twitter at Stacking the Box where we post all the latest episodes. Uh, and reach out to Hill or I, whether it's on there or it's through email. Um, we're always happy to talk. Uh, go to fanside.com, last thing I'll say, because we have great coverage of the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Game of Thrones. Uh, of course, all things NFL. Uh, whether it's Hill or I writing or it's somebody else, really uh, the quality on fanside.com is better than it has ever been. And that is truly saying something. So for Josh Hill, I am Matt Verderam. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again next week.
1: Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app, and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code radio, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code radio. Terms and conditions apply.